Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, the CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. It is Saturday, January 23rd. It's about 6.52 in the morning, and this is one of uh, three podcast episodes uh, that we will upload today. The second episode will feature an Oakland, California real estate broker, uh, Kenneth Session. And he will be a guest at our at the nine o'clock hour here on the West Coast. Three Two One Biz Dev LLC is a consulting firm, uh, not a marketing company. And I need to tell people that because uh, a lot of people think that consultants are the same as marketers, and uh, there's definitely a big difference between a consultant. We support the following white collar small business owners, attorneys. CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. I can be reached at 833-321-3212. And by the way, I didn't mention this, but we are a bilingual consulting firm. And our vice president is Jaylene Rodriguez. And she speaks fluent English and fluent Spanish. And she is our uh, business development specialist for Spanish-speaking business owners, even if they speak English. If they want to speak Spanish only, then Ms. Rodriguez can help them. And her number is 786-697-3400. Today's podcast episode, listeners here on 321 Biz Development, and our podcasts are, are uploaded to about 16 different platforms from iHeart, uh, radio podcast to Pandora to Spotify to iTunes to a host of, of others, Google. But today's podcast episode is something that is very, very timely. Today's episode is titled For Business Owners, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram should have never been a primary marketing tool for any business owner, in my opinion but especially white collar small business owners. It never should have been a primary marketing tool. And I just need to go back to 2009 when a lot of these uh, these platforms came out and a lot of people just rushed to the platforms. They said, oh my gosh, you mean to say I can have a place where I can upload my products and services? And at that time, it, it really, those, the products or services were, were really sort of like inexpensive stuff like bracelets, maybe, um, you know, something you want to sell that was used. And about maybe a year later, two years later, more other companies uh, came onto the scene to sell their products on, on social media. And I'm meaning to say people like dentists, plastic surgeons, realtors, um, different, you know, credentialed services. And then the big companies came on like Target and and Walmart. And so it became this place where a lot of people thought, well, all I need to do is duplicate television or duplicate radio, or in some respects, duplicate uh, print advertising. I'll just upload my glorious, my fantastic, my high gloss image and and put some video behind it. Then I am doing the same thing as a person who is marketing to the masses. And 
there was just a, a, a overwhelming number of people that just rushed to Facebook. They rushed to Twitter. They rushed to Instagram. And a lot of small business owners thought, they, they thought down in their heart, they said, I am marketing my business. Okay. But there was one, one challenge with, with social media marketing. Well, <laughs> several challenges. The first one, marketing your business, your products and services is not social. <laughs> That's business. So you had a lot of small business owners competing with social issues on, on, on these platforms. Things like you had a dentist saying, well, I do Invisalign and, or I do, uh, uh, I put in, uh, ortho, I do, I'm, a, I'm an orthodontic type, you know, dentist, I'm an orthodontist to keep it short. Well, that same dentist is now competing with someone who is surfing in Malibu, <laughs> you know, or you may have a real estate broker that wants to get his or her name out and she's competing with someone who loves to collect stuffed animals. So social media is the correct title of, of, of what it was intended to be, which is a place to socially gather in a digital space. Because doing business is not social. So a lot of companies adopted social media as a alternative uh, to, to, to marketing and to advertising. And uh, so social media became synonymous with advertising a business in a digital space. Now there was already a place for marketing your business. It was called a website. And with website marketing, most people know, so maybe some don't, is that marketing your business on a website needed this thing called SEO, search engine optimization. And that's a fancy way of saying, you know, your website will be targeted when someone goes online and they search for something. Let's say they're searching for bicycles in Santa Clara, California. Well, maybe your, your bicycle shop will come up first, or maybe your bicycle shop will come up number 20th based on the search engine optimization, the, the clicks and, and all the code words, the keywords that are entered into that search engine optimization uh, program. The second challenge with social media is that social media started out as a place where small business owners could market their products and services and where you know you could you know show pictures of you walking your, your dog along the beach or where you could post some crazy scene of some of two people fighting in St. Louis. It started from that and then it converted to a political uh, platform. And I believe when it converted to a political platform, that's where most people spent their time. They spent most of their time de debating whether the Republican was the best person or whether the Democrat was the best person. And I believe social media, the intent of it was always to be some type of uh, platform where politics or politicians would, would um, suck up mo most of the air on social media. And this last election proved it. You had so many people that were arguing back and forth between the two presidential candidates. 
I don't see how anybody in their right mind would think that they could put their their $1,000 product, their $1,500 product, their $5,000 product, you know, selling a million dollar house on this social media platform when people are going at it back and forth at each other's digital throats, you know, debating which president was the best president. And uh, so for small business owners, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it should, it should have never been a primary marketing tool. But I will tell you some other things about uh, uh, social media. Because it was free, a lot of business owners said, oh my gosh, you mean to say I can put up some kind of, I can have some type of digital presence on this platform and it won't, and it won't cost me a dime? Listeners, you've heard the phrase before. If it's too good to be true, then it's probably not true. So just think about what happened. You have, in California, there are 200,000 realtors. Uh, each major city, like Denver, Seattle, uh, New York City, uh, Atlanta, Milwaukee, for CPAs, there are about 2,000 to 5,000 CPAs. Same holds the same holds true for dentists. There's another three to five thousand dentists in most major cities. And so when you have something that's free, all of a sudden you have these thousands of white collar small business owners just rushing to get their digital space, to get a digital piece of the real estate uh, for their 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 big ticket high priced item product or service. So all of a sudden, now instead of having one realtor wanting to sell a house to the people on social media, you now have thousands of realtors wanting to sell their homes or list their homes on social media. And it, it, it I mean, the ads look great. The people were beautiful. The products and services and the videos were marvelous. But here's the kicker. The people that white collar small business owners wanted to sell to, they were not on social media. The people on social media were kids, they were college students, they were people who just had so much free time. Maybe they were unemployed, maybe some were retired, um, some were even fake. Some of these social media accounts were fake. I saw this clip that came out of uh, either China or Japan. And these people were sitting in this room uh, full of servers. And on the servers, they, they had names on the servers and just listening to the, the person talk in the background, basically what they were saying is that for every server, there were like 10,000 fake uh, social media accounts on these servers. So the room was full of servers and the person doing the video was showing that they could send out the same message or, or a modified message uh, to 10,000 people within like two or three minutes. So you had all these people, you know, claiming to be who they are, but most of them were just digital fake accounts, digital per profiles. I, I saw this when it came to light. For real estate agents, real estate agents, uh, this is 
during the, the Zillow beginnings, the Zillow real estate thing. And I'm sorry, but I got to talk about Zillow. When these, when these digital profiles came out, <laughs> you had realtors that were paying, you know, $499 a month, $999 a month. There was even a real estate broker, uh, a solo real estate broker in Fort Lauderdale that was paying $1,999 per month to market their uh, real estate practice or to get leads from Zillow. And uh, so what would happen, this this real estate broker would get this uh, email saying, hey, I'm looking for to buy a house in, on Sunny Isles in, in Fort Lauderdale, Miami for $899,000. So yippee, the realtor was so excited, the broker was so excited, come to find out this person wasn't really real because she could never talk to the person. It was always emails. So you can look up how this happened uh, on on these uh, digital platforms. Uh, some of these people were fake. A lot of real estate agents uh, spent a lot of money, didn't make any money, did not make a dime, some of them. Now some made money, some of the, the buyers were, were real. I do know agents that made money with uh, with Zillow, and um, you know, because they were buying leads and uh, they got some some deals from Zillow. But there were a lot of agents that did not get any business from Zillow, and and it must make sense. And not and again, not to crash on Zillow. I'm crashing on the fact. Mainly, I'm crashing on the fact that if you are a small business owner and you're selling a big ticket, high price product. Why are you waiting for someone else to find the business for you? If you can make $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 on a transaction, why do you need some type of digital platform to find you a client? And this is the essence and the, the sort of the foundation of 321 BizDev LLC. We believe that if you're if you're selling a product for five hundred and a thousand dollars, five thousand, ten thousand dollars, there are people that are out there that will buy that product, and you don't need a digital platform. You just need to call them or talk with them face to face. That's the beauty of being a small business owner. So, in terms of again, you know, small business owners use, using Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now we see that uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, right now, January twenty third, there are some some users they don't like. <laughs> you know, there's some small business owners uh, that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, some, some maybe a few other platforms, they don't like them, and they don't like them for maybe political reasons. Let's just say that. But it's also a fact that a lot of the small business owners may have a certain political uh, slant. <laughs> I'll just say that. In terms of 321 BizDev LLC, we do business with any person who says they are a business owner and they're selling big ticket high price items and they want to improve sales productivity and sales performance. We don't have a political litmus test. If you are a Republican or if you are a Democrat and you are a plastic surgeon and you come to us and you say, you know, 321 BizDev, I need more customers. 
I don't care what your political affiliation is. It does not matter to me. The fact that you said you wanted to participate in the free enterprise system and you want your business to do better, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. But for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and some of these other platforms, they have decided that one particular party, a political party, they don't like. So what I'm trying to say, now you have a scramble of small business owners, of mainly a, I would say, a Republican political party that have no place to market their products and services. And I'm talking about big ticket, high priced items. So they're trying to find places on the internet, some alternative social media places where they can market their products and services. And I'm here to tell people, you don't need to go to to another alternative uh, social media or digital platform. Start learning how to uh, talk to people about your big ticket high priced item. If your big ticket high priced item costs $10,000, social media is not going to help you anyway. And the reason why I say that is because people who can afford to pay $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 on a product or service, they are working so that they can make the money to, to pay for that $1,000, $5,000, and $10,000 product or service. I just tell people to, to, to connect the dots and to do the math. So um, 2021... You're a small business owner. You, you sell big ticket, high priced items. Um, 321 Biz Dev is out there to help you, to help you uh, meet your, your revenue goals. We have a sales system that we call SWAS. It stands for Selling Without Appearing to Sell. The letters for SWAS are S-W-A-S. And again, we are here to help. Now, one thing we do know we know that my my phone will not ring off the hook for small business owners calling. You know, Rick, Jaylene, I heard your podcast, and uh, I'm going to call you to uh, you know start to get going as a small business owner. We know that there's a slim chance that will happen because small business owners have egos. Um, and these egos are healthy egos. These egos basically say, I am the captain of my ship. And darn it, I can do it on my own. But I'm listening to this podcast episode by 321BizDev LLC that's, that's telling me some things that, that I don't want to hear, but perhaps it's true. So we produce the podcast episodes for reasons that people may not, may not uh, think of. We produce the episodes just to give people some, some insight of what business development and what a sales system is. But we also interview people on our podcast so that we can use their stories. And when we look for clients for their businesses, in other words, if there's a dentist that I interview on the 321 Biz Development Podcast that that, that uh, is heard on iHeart Podcasts, uh, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes. I use the podcast episode when I reach out to other people and, bi- and businesses for the dentist business. 
So the information that we're providing here on the podcast episode is just for uh, listening pleasure, because I know as a consultant and a former uh, corporate uh, vice president of sales, people aren't going to call me because they heard my podcast. But what I'm doing the podcast for is to give people some insight. So if someone else happens to call you and to, to tell you that you need that you need to do something differently, then you have heard the same thing on the 321 Biz Development Podcast. But by chance, you're, you know, you're tossing and turning in your bed, or you or you have white knuckles on your steering wheel, and you're wondering how can I uh, find more clients? How can I meet my my $25, $30,000 a month revenue goal, then 321BizDev LLC is here. And, uh, you know, we won't, uh, you know, ask you any, any tough questions about why you called. We just want to know, you know, if we can help you. And we know we can help you. If you're selling big ticket, high priced items in a major U.S. city or a major Canadian city or any city in the world where English is spoken, 321BizDev LLC can help you. And how we help people, we just ask you to kindly go to our website, 321BizDev.com, and click the Services tab and complete a five-minute questionnaire. Now, soon there will be some questionnaires in Spanish. But for right now, everything's in English. So please go to 321BizDev.com slash services to complete that five-minute questionnaire. And when you complete that questionnaire, one of our consultants will call you call you in about one to two business days and give you a free 60-minute consultation. And we'll ask you some questions. We will do more listening than talking. We will probably talk about 15% of the time and allow you to talk 80, 85% of the time because we need to know you, we need to know about your, your your product or service. We need to know what type of situation that you are currently in. We need to know what experiences that you have had in your business. What have you tried in terms of marketing programs that have either been successful or unsuccessful? So the 60 minutes where we spend talking uh, about or, or learning about your, your business is your time. Also on the website, there's a uh, some videos and a stream of podcast episodes that you can listen to. There's probably 288 podcast episodes on the website. Currently, we are uploading or shifting our podcast episodes to the iHeart podcast platform. So uh, you may only hear about maybe 20 episodes on the iHeart podcast. All new episodes will be uploaded to the iHeart podcast platform and the other 288 to 300 will be slowly uh, uploaded to the new platform. I want to thank you for listening to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Rick Napier. My direct number is 833-321-3212 or you can reach Jaylene Rodriguez, our business development specialist if you are a Spanish-speaking business owner. And her telephone number is 786-697-3400. And by the way, watch out for General Smabo. General Smabo 
spelled S-M-A-B-O, stands for small business owner. So in 2021, we're going to add an additional resource for the small business owner whose products and services do not cost $500, 1000 5000 or $10,000 and higher. Uh, General Smabo is going to help small business owners whose products and services that may cost $100 or $150, or maybe they have um, a restaurant, or maybe they have an AC and heating company. Now, those products are over $5,000, but that's a different type of product or service than 321 uh, generally works with or business owners we generally support. So restaurants, AC heating, uh, uh, plumbers, carpet cleaning companies, uh, and we and, and General Smabo is going to work with the local small business owner uh, because in these times it seems like the local small business owner in Little Rock and Schenectady, New York, and uh, Grand Blanc, Michigan, and Dubuque, Iowa, and uh, where else? Uh, Stockton, California. It seems like these small business owners are being overlooked and they're being pushed out by big corporations. And some of you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Come back in a couple of hours where you can hear the podcast interview with Kenneth Session, broker of Session Real Estate in Oakland, California. Thanks a lot and make it a great day.